Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good afternoon, everyone. Now, I know if you are in the state of Texas, or at least in Abilene, Texas today, well, the kids are out of school. I don't know why they're running around the neighborhood. There's about 500 kids running around. They're outside doing everything. I don't know why they're not in school. There's something going on today. They're not in school. So if you're in Texas, you may be like, hey, hey, it's not a school day. So I, I heard that theme music and I know what you're about to do. Don't say it. And now, those of you who live in other states, you may be trying to claim a snow day. Who knows what you may be trying to claim. But whether it's a snow day, whether you're in Texas or parts of Texas and there's no school today, whatever you're doing, I know it's Friday. And I know some of you, you don't think it's a school day, but hey, you, you, that theme music, do I need to play it again? Do I need to play it again? Do I need to play it one more time? You know what that means. It is time, everyone. It is time, class, to grab your notebooks, grab your pencil, and grab your Bible because it is time for a Bible pop quiz for this Friday, February the 16th, 2024. Now, the last Bible pop quiz we did was in the book of Hosea because we're, we're doing our 21 days in the minor prophets. We have that going on. And, uh, at least one person emailed me and they, 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 they sent me, uh, all of their answers and, and the meaning of the names and everything. And, and it looked like they did it in pencil. So that was a good thing. I may have got a couple of emails. I can't remember exactly. So, but for those who did participate, I greatly appreciate your work and effort and hopefully, you learn something. Now, what we're going to be doing today is this entire Bible pop quiz centers around one word. This entire Bible pop quiz centers around the word great. Great. And what motivated this Bible pop quiz was a verse in Luke chapter 1, We'll start in a, a verse 27, Luke chapter 1, verse 27. 
Luke chapter 1, verse 27. I know it's February, and you're like, hey, we've already moved on from Advent and Christmas. Why are you going to a text? Well, because the text is relevant, whether it's Advent, Christmas, or whether it's in the middle of summer, it's still a very important text. But let's see if you can find the word. Luke chapter 1, verse 27. To a virgin, espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hell, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. Now, did you catch the word? Did you catch the word? What word do you think this entire Bible pop quiz is going to be centered around? What does anyone know? I know I'm saying that like you, you can answer me, but you, you can't really answer me. Okay, but that's okay. The word that I want us to think about, the word I'm, you're going to be working on is this word. It's found in verse 32, the very first part of the verse. He, speaking of Jesus, shall be, he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. He shall be great. He shall be great. He shall be great. It's the word great. That's the word I want you to write down. That is the word you're going to be working on for the Bible pop quiz. Now, this is a Bible pop quiz. I'm supposed to go directly into asking questions and giving you your assignment. I know you're ready to go. It's Friday. You got things to do. You got places to be. Yeah, I, I know you're excited. It's the weekend. Okay, but, 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 but wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't sit back down, sit back down. I know some of you just wrote the word great and said, that's it. I got it. I'll, I'll, I, the word is great. And then no, 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 no. You need to to sit down, okay? Because we, we still have some things to do. Let's talk about the word great, all right? Let's talk about the word great. The word great has several meanings and can be in different contexts. Here is a definition, summary, and explanation of the word great. Let's start with some definitions. First, if it's used as an adjective, an adjective definition. When it's used as an ad adjective, when used as an adjective, great typically refers to something of notable size, extent, intensity, or importance. It can also describe something distinguished by its outstanding quality, excellence, or significance. Well, I can tell you that at least for me, I cannot speak for you, but if I look to myself and I think of the word great, I think of the word great as an adjective in very negative ways, right? That I, that I am greatly confused. I am a great, I am greatly, you know, I greatly struggle with trying to live out the Christian life. I'm a great sinner. I, you know, I, 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 all of my great is in a negative way. If I look at my life spiritually and try and just trying to figure out life, just trying to navigate life, right? I, 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 I greatly do everything in a negative way, not a positive way. But there it can be used again when you're referring to something in notable size, uh, extent, intensity, or importance. 
I, I am great in my unimportance, okay? It's, it's not even the correct way to say it, all right? It can also be described something dis- distinguished by its outstanding quality. How about can it be used to describe something in its <laughs> outstanding bad quality? I don't know. Uh, it's lack of excellence or my lack of significance. I, I, I don't know, but I, I definitely see it in, a, in a, a, a negative way. That's that's an adjective, but it can be used in a, obviously a positive way. Is this the way it's being described here? So that's as an adjective. As an adverb, great can mean very well, skillful, or with success. For example, he plays the piano great. Well, to me, can it be used to describe how Poorly. Well, it wouldn't be great, but I'm so it's it's great in the sense of how bad it is. I, I don't know. I, I I in my mind, I I can reference it in a way that makes it more negative. But this is all positive. As a noun, great can refer to uh, can refer to a great or distinguished person, such as a leader or hero. It it can also be used to describe a significant period of time in history. So it typically has a positive spin on it. But I'm trying to use it and at first about myself. I'm I'm a great sinner. I am greatly confused. I have a great ego. I have great pride. I have great I great anger. I have great like it all I, I'm using great just to try to draw a correlation and a contrast, right? I'm, I'm great in all of the wrong ways, but the text tells us that Jesus is great. And obviously he is great in all the right ways. He's great in all the positive ways. In fact, he has to be great in all of these ways because we are so great in all the wrong ways. I know great is not typically used to describe something negatively. It obviously can be, right? But because I think we can say we're great sinners, I think we can talk about our great weakness. We can talk about our, our great confusion. We can talk about how, how our, our great pride, our great selfishness, right? We have great selfishness. I know it's not typically used that way, but I'm doing so to try to draw this contrast because all of these things about us are so great. We have a great sinful nature. We have a heart that is greatly wicked, right? It is greatly deceptive. It is wicked. It is deceptive above all things, right? We have all of these negative things that I'm going to put in the category of how great our weaknesses, our sin, our deception, how great our depravity is. We need to see the greatness of our sin. Because when we are confounded or when confronted, and if we are confronted and then confounded by how great our sin is, then we will see how hopeless and helpless we are. And once we see how great our a sinner we are and how great we fail, then guess what? When I read that in Luke 132, he shall be great then I'm like, I I sure hope he is because he's got to be greater than my sin, greater than my failure, greater than my confusion, greater than my selfishness, greater than my pride, greater than my anger, greater than my wrath, greater than my hatred for people. So I want you to consider his greatness. So here is your Bible pop quiz for this Friday, February the 16th, 2024. I have right here on paper, I have, let me count them. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
and nine specific things that where the word great, it's at least used in the King James, where the word great is used in reference to things that would be obviously connected to Jesus, because Luke one is about Jesus. He shall be great. He shall be great, right? This is the promise. This is the promise of Jesus. He shall be great. There's lots of other promises about him and all the things he shall do, right? So we won't get into all of that. That could be another Bible pop quiz, but I want you to look up the word great and you can use the Blue Letter Bible app. I think it's probably the best thing to go because it's going to do, it's going to look in the concordance primarily focused on the King James. I don't know if other translations will use different words, uh, but I want you to find at a minimum of seven verses that would have something about great that could be literally connected to Jesus. That can be literally connected to Jesus. Now, it may not specifically mention Jesus, but it may be something great that would be very much connected to him. I don't want to give too much away. You just start working on your job. It's it's Friday. So I'll give you the weekend. This weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I want you to think, I want you to search out and then think, meditate, and talk about the greatness of Jesus. I want you to talk about how great he is. And I want you to have a list of things where the Bible says he is great. I'm looking at some of these right here. All right. I, I'm, oh, I'm looking at one. I, I'm not going to tell you. Now there's one, um, there's one in the Psalms. I won't tell you where it is, where you say, well, that's the Old Testament, but I still think it can be referenced to Jesus because we know that Jesus is True God, right? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, one God, three distinct persons, co-equal, co-eternal. So if you see something about that refers to great, that refers to God, obviously that can be a reference to Jesus as well because he is, well, God incarnate. He's God in the flesh. He's the second person of the Trinity. So just so that you can see that and just just start making, try to find at least seven and then think about that. But what I really want you to do is you, as, look, it's an easy assignment. What I'm trying to get you to do is once you get this, these seven, I want you to contrast the greatness of him, the greatness of Jesus with the greatness of yourself, but in a negative way. I know great is almost always referenced something as positive, but, for, and I, whether this is, maybe this is incorrect to do, you know, and, and you're not supposed to do this because that's not the way the word is actually used. It's always in a positive. But for our theological purposes, I, I, I really would challenge you to do this. All right. Once you get all of those things about how great Jesus is, these, at least seven, maybe you can come up with 10. I don't know how many, I, I know seven, but if you can come up with at least seven, then what I want you to do is after that, I want you to write down the great negative things about you. I want you to write down the great, what is your great sin? What is your great struggle? I want you to talk about how great your selfishness is, how great your pride is, how great your bitterness is, how great your unforgiveness is. I want you to write down some of the, I want you to describe some of those very sinful things about you, those things that you know deep down that nobody else knows. I want you to put them down and I want you to contrast the greatness of your sin, the greatness of your struggle, the greatness of your weakness, the greatness of your helplessness and hopelessness. And I want you to contrast that with the greatness of him. And you know what? That should be a great thing. You know why? Because then you can greatly rest in the one who is great and all the ways and the opposite ways that you are great. We are great in all the wrong ways. 
He's great in all the right ways. And our only hope is not to try to take our great bad things and turn them into great good things. Our only hope is to take all of our great bad things and let them fall before his great everything. Because then only in him can then that be forgiven and taken care of. He is greater than all of our great negative. And I want you to be able to contrast that. I want you to see all how great he is. And maybe you can find things that you're, you're greatly opposite. How, how you're greatly the opposite of that. But the main thing is I want you to get those seven, at least seven, at least seven. If you can come up with more, just look up the word great and just start seeing what you find. You can start the Old Testament. You can look in the New Testament. And, and I, if, you, if your translation uses a different word than great, well, then, you know, you can let me know what you find there as well. Just, just look, the Bible pop quiz, it's supposed to be relaxing and fun, not a burden, right? It's supposed to be a positive thing. And so that's what I want you to do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I want you to think about the greatness of him and contrast to how greatly bad we really are. I know we don't want to ever admit that, but we are. So today's pop quiz is all about great. Now, when you're looking at those things that describe Jesus as great, you could, if you, if you really want to get into it, is it using it as an adjective or is it using it as an adverb? Is it using it as a noun? By all means, if you want to get into that, by, don't, don't look to me to give you a good grade on that because I probably wouldn't even know how to grade it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm poor at that. All right, but there you go. All right. But I just wanted you to see the different ways that it's used because I was trying to draw all of those as a negative towards us, and I'm doing so for theological reasons. Now, if you decide to participate in the Bible Pop Quiz for February the 16th, 2024, you're always free to email me at newsif at yahoo.com and show me like someone did um, just the other day on Hosea. They, they just, all they did is just take screenshots of their notebook. That's all they did. They, just took, they wrote it down on paper and they just took a screenshot and just eat and just, I just attached the, uh, Notes. I don't even think the I don't think the email even said anything. I don't think there were even any words in the email. Maybe it just said, "Here's my Bible pop quiz" or something along those lines. And you don't you don't need to offer any explanation, even if you just type it out. I know it's not pencil, and you know you will be deducted sixty points. But even if you you don't have to offer any explanation, you can just send it. And that's only just you know if if you want to do that, you don't have to. The main thing is you're doing it on your own. There you have it today. There's the Bible pop quiz. So, got your notebook, got your pencil, got your Bible. You may need the Blue Letter Bible app today. If you can't find that, let me know, and uh, hopefully you'll benefit from it. Thank you so very much for listening. Have a great weekend. See what I did there? Have a great weekend. Seriously, as you meditate and look to what the Bible says about how great Jesus is. Thanks for listening. May God bless you as you study his word.